Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. I'm Grace Duffy, and this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. Today, we are joined by the prepared performer, Molly Mahoney, and we are talking about the importance of an omni-channel presence. I wonder why. Oh, it's because of the Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, Oculus, what's up outage from this past week. But we're going to cover how you should respond, not react respond when your business is built on these social media platforms and who knows who knows what the heck is going to happen to them and then we're also going to talk what you can do to prepare now to protect your business in the future because i know this was a, a fluke thing but it's happened before and it may happen again and we're here to help you not be in the situation you probably were in this past monday that's correct <laughs> that's right so if you don't know who molly is well you probably haven't been online for a while, but she, you might know her as the pre- pre- prepared performer. She is a social media growth strategist who specializes in creating authentic video content and organic social media marketing and optimization. She is a sought after speaker and EMC coach and live video trainer. I've watched her and followed her for years. She's amazing. Molly, thank you so much for being here today. So grateful. I'm so, so, so grateful. And there are so many little things that we did to make sure that I didn't lose my entire business on Monday. (laughs) I saw my life flash before my eyes. And I'm really excited to share what we did so that we can help others to have a really awesome pivot if they need to. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a quick week. So Grace, let's let's just go right into the news because um, it's yeah. It's crazy. So Facebook and all of its associated apps, things that it has bought and acquired over the years, went down for several hours. You can get a detailed explanation as to why on the Facebook engineering blog. But basically, long story short, all their company, they were doing a routine checkup. Something went wrong and, you know, we were out of we were out of our Facebook and Instagram for uh, basically a whole day, depending on what time you got up that today. But (laughs) Molly, you were let's go back to Monday. You're about to launch your new program, a five-day video kickstart, right? Is that what? So we had a free five-day video kickstart that was happening on Facebook. The whole thing was planned. I mean, we've been planning this thing for months. It was like a five-day challenge, but we called it a five-day video kickstart because we were kickstarting people's video plans. And the ironic thing and, and really magical thing is that the whole thing was about creating your own unique omnipresent video plan. <laughs> so, Oh my wow. goodness, yes. I mean, it, it could not have been more perfect. And we were getting ready to go live with the first day. I had it scheduled and everything. And I went to hit go live and literally at 8.58, I got a message on my screen that said that all of the apps, the platforms had been down and there was no way I was going to be able to go live. And I took literally because I've been here before and because (laughs) to me, being a prepared performer is not necessarily about like memorizing your script or anything like that. It's about living prepared and having a backup plan in place in case something happens so that you can make a decision on a dime. And I'm sure you guys would agree, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but for me, the decision-making muscles are really the one thing that I think has allowed us to have the success that we've had is because I don't sit in this inaction. If I had waited, because I could have at this moment been like, 
oh my gosh, let's see if it comes back. We'll send a message and tell everybody we're just going to wait. But we had 700 people registered for this. And I was like, we're not, we're not stopping. So in literally 30 seconds, I said, we're going to YouTube. So I messaged my team and Grace and I had just been, sorry, Jeff, but Grace and I had just, right. Grace and I had just been at Vid Summit. And Grace, I think you remember that we were talking about how my YouTube channel has been totally neglected and how I was really excited to do something in a couple of weeks to kind of boost some some engagement, some reach, some views, some subscribers on my YouTube channel. So it was like the internet gods gave me this miraculous opportunity. So I messaged my team and there's one thing that we did, which I'll share if you want, that really made it super easy to be able to switch everything in a second. Yeah. Um, so yeah. The, the funny thing was, so Grace had, you know, we were talk, we always talk about the show and uh, she knew I was traveling and I'm like, we got to get a, a show. We need a good guest. Somebody's good. And she goes, well, we got to talk about the outage. And, I'm, and I said, I saw Molly's emails. Let's get her because, because <laughs> I mean, I follow your emails anyway, because they're really good. You do a great job of, it's just a good, you know, case study on how to use an email list. And I saw the email. I'm like, oh, let's see if we, if Molly's available, let's get her. So, I mean, I was one of the ones who got your emails going, okay, uh-huh. she's got it together. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, I mean, the fact we had, so the email thing is like a big thing for all of us to keep in mind also that oftentimes we get so kind of complacent because we know we have people in a Facebook group or we know we have people on our following our business page or we're friends with them on Facebook. And we don't really think that we need to take that data off of the platform, but we want to be doing as much as we can to make sure that we have emails, we have phone numbers, we have even messenger subscribers, and maybe even push notifications, which I don't have, but I know that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, owning the data, like Ryan Dice said at Traffic and Conversion, it's so important. And I didn't mention Pinterest, but I should mention that too, that we've got to have all of these platforms ready to revive at any moment because you never know what's going to happen. Yes, uh, we over at Restream got an email from one of our influencers, Owen Video, Mr. Video, if you're nasty, uh, <laughs> 80s babies, please tell me you got that reference. <laughs> so he immediately sent out this email. It was a, it was it arrived at 3.30 p.m. my time, which was kind of in the height of all this happening. Right. Once we would figured mm-hmm. out, OK, this was a this wasn't just our Internet providers being mean and address the outage and the recent controversy around Facebook's profiting, you know, all that the congressional stuff. And it just addressed it really quickly, but it gave solid recommendations like get on YouTube like you were just talking about, Molly, uh, get that email list and giving links to more information. So he actually linked out to a lot of other resources on his own channels to uh, help you get an omni-channel presence. It was a perfect example of a response, but our tendency as human beings is to react. And you, Molly, you are the pro when it comes to positivity, pivots, and being prepared. How can business owners and creators and marketers in these situations, like they've built their businesses on these platforms, how can they respond instead of react when something catastrophic or catastrophic feeling occurs? Well, this, that question actually just gave me goosebumps, which is so silly, but this is something that I literally have dedicated my life to, which is finding the possibility in the problems. Mm. And so I actually have been practicing this muscle in addition to the decide muscle my whole life, I think. I mean, I worked on a cruise ship when I was in my early 20s, and I there was one show that I wasn't in, and... I heard from one of the dancers that the whole entire cast had decided to put on a show making fun of me backstage. (gasps) Yeah. 
because anytime anybody would complain about things, I was always saying like, but we're here like in the middle of this gorgeous place. Like, let's find the silver lining. I was so committed to being positive and I'm sure I annoyed the poop out of them so much so that they put their energy into their creative talents to do a whole show making fun of my positivity. So this has been something that I think is also just, it's, you know, the way that I was raised and it's something right. that's just kind of innate in me as it is. And I, and like on StrengthsFinder, positivity is my number one strength. Right. So I, I get that. And it may not seem that easy for everyone to be able to do that, but I am telling you, it is the number one thing that you can commit to, to recognize that things happen for you and not to you. So I have a little framework that I'd love to share called yeah. the, yes. okay, it's called the method. Can you say that? The what method? <laughs> it's FFTT. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like. My, I glitched there for a minute. I'm like, did I miss? You know what, what? You know what that sounds like? It's like, it's a, you're telling your negative thoughts, like, be quiet. Yes. Yeah, it's be like, quiet, negative thoughts. I got that like a lot that. growing up. I like to do that with it too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And here's what it stands for. It is the first thing that you do is you face it. And sometimes when you're facing the problem, I think people think that I'm just like this Pollyanna, but that's not it. I am like a Nancy Drew problem solver. (laughs) So I'm like, so I, you face it. And that's what I did in this moment. I was like, Oh crud, this is actually happening. And we're supposed to start in two minutes. And Luckily, I did get a notification that it was the outage, that it wasn't just my internet or something yeah. broken on my computer. So I I investigated the situation too to make sure that I knew what was really going on. So face it, then you feel it. And sometimes you only have two minutes to allow yourself to feel that thing. I get that there may be times where you have to allow yourself to really experience the pain if it's something that's a little more heavy than a social media platform being down. So I, I felt it right in like 30 seconds. And then this is the really important part. You twist it. And so you ask yourself over and over and over and over and over again, how can I make this a positive? How can I make this a positive? How can I make this a positive? And sometimes it takes a few days. Sometimes it takes a few weeks at this point, because I think Grace, I told you this, Jeff, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I was actually with uh, Michael Stelzner and Emily Croom, when I got a message from one of my team members three weeks ago, the first night of traffic and conversion, that my Facebook ad account had been hacked and they had spent $20,000 in yeah. one day. I read that post. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And in that moment, I could have freaked out and started crying and been like, what's going on? But I didn't. I, same thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh my How do I make this a positive? How do I make this a positive? And I, you know, it's, I'm still in a place where I feel kind of like I've made this joke, which I don't, this is not necessarily something to joke about, but this is really how it feels. I feel like I've been in this abusive relationship with Facebook. Yeah. Right. I get it. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Because I have dedicated so much to celebrating the magic that we can create on that platform and the connections. And I'm so grateful for all of that, but it's been three weeks and they are still sending me the same little like canned response. Yes. Yeah. After three mm-hmm weeks. And so Mm -hmm. in this moment, I also was like, you know what, this is the time that I can very easily be like, bye Facebook, (laughs) you know, in that little moment. So I was like, there's a positive. And I just kept finding more and more and more and more and more positives out of what could have been a total halt to our, our kickstart that we were doing. And so in that moment, I messaged my team and here's the thing that we did that made it really, really easy to make this happen. I've had a five-day challenge before where my 
video broke on Facebook and it wasn't a full outage. It was just mine somehow stopped working. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a mess because I had to get everybody a new link and like chase people down and all of this. So what I have started doing is every time I do a live video, I don't share the actual video link. I share a forwarding link. So a redirect link using pretty links or rebrandly. Okay. I don't know if you want to okay. explain more of what that is. Like, or do you guys use forwarding links or links like that? No, it's, well, explain it to our yeah. audience like that, that, that may not be familiar with And it. why yeah. you do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. okay. So it's a link that is, it's like a, I, Ryan, uh, Ryan Levesque calls it a word of mouth link. So like I have on rebrandly, I have molly.live. And if you go to molly.live, it will automatically forward you to the prepared performer. Now, as we heard earlier, the prepared performer is really hard to say. It is very um, alliterative. Is that a word? I don't know. But it's a, you know, it's, you'd think it was memorable, but even if I'm like on a phone with a customer service person, they turn it into the preferred performer. It's like people get very confused by it. They spell it wrong all the time, like all the time. And they spell prepared preformer is how people spell it all the time. Uh. So I realized I needed something that was easier to say, molly.live, molly with a Y, dot live, that goes to the places that I want to send people. And so with the video links that we're using for the book of faces, for example, one issue that happens is now when you schedule a video on Facebook, they've changed it so that you have that weird post Sketch, ahead of time. Yes, it's stupid. It's Sorry. Such, no, it is such a bad choice. And I, Loria said that she spoke to somebody at Facebook who said that it was intentional because they thought it was a great way to help promote stuff. But it's like totally dumb because everybody gets so confused. It's the opposite of easy to promote. It's, it is. It makes no sense. Yeah. So what help, what we've started doing with that is we always use a forwarding link and we use a naming convention. So every show that I do, if I do it on Facebook and YouTube, like I have one about a show about gifts and I'm never just thinking of the live show as the end result. I'm always thinking of how I'm going to create a library of content that I can revive and repurpose. So mm -hmm. I have this, if I do a video on gifts, when I schedule a video, it'll create that weird facebook.com slash post slash number, number, number. It doesn't say video in that URL or that whatever. Yeah. URL. I take that and I make a, a separate forwarding URL that is molly.live slash FB gifts. That's the one that takes you to the video on Facebook about the gifts. Now I started doing multi-streaming, which I'm so grateful for what you guys do with that. I started doing multi-streaming on Facebook and YouTube several months ago, just as kind of like a way to get used to using the YouTube live platform. Cause there's some things that are a little different and a little confusing. Right. My yeah. YouTube channel has been a hot, mess, but I've just started practicing it without really promoting it. So on YouTube, it's molly.live slash YT gifts because it's YouTube. Mm -hmm. And that's how we do every single show has those two links. Then we make show notes of the show, like a blog post actually. And that is molly.live slash SN gifts. So it's mm. super easy for me to remember to refer people to if I'm at a dinner table and someone's like, ah, you know, your gift popped up randomly on my phone. I would love to know how to do that. I can just say, oh my gosh, go to molly.live slash SN gifts and it'll get you right to the show notes. That's genius. Oh and our, our friend like Doc Rock does the same thing where he goes like docrock.live slash Instagram and that takes him to like, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So I think that's, that's genius. I love the idea of naming convention. Right. And, it's and so using dot live. 
Oh yeah, and the dot live. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I want to I want to circle back just be, talk about a little more just this this out this out outage and you know what we can do because like it costs them Facebook seventy nine million dollars in ad revenue just for that time and um it revealed how it revealed like how many people really not only you Molly but other people rely on Facebook like that's their bread and butter. And, you know, there was one business owner said, you know, he left feeling nervous how reliant he was on the platform to do business. And, you know, he may reconsider it. And I think a lot of people are doing that. But, you know, you had this outage. You also had your Facebook ads um, thing jacked hacked up. And then it, shut down. So it, it was hacked first and then they closed the accounts. And now it's just sitting like I finally ended up through some interesting one? ways getting two of the accounts turned back on. So at this point, I have two of the accounts turned back on, but it is bad. So and so, like my friend Kim Garst, who I did, did this work, she had the same thing. Had a, a, a go, you know, she can't use this ad account. She had to start a whole new one, and it's just a mm -hmm. mess. Well, we, you know, back in the day, Shalene Johnston, remember, had her Instagram account hacked, and remember that was her big thing. So this and is recently, a one of my good friends, Jen Dunham, someone stole all, like, took all of her pictures, created a. This was just this week, created a separate profile called Jenny Dunham with her logo, with her brand, all of this stuff, and they're selling crypto through that. And we've all turned it in, reported it. But you know what they say? They say it's not against community standards. And they said like, oh, we'll investigate this, which I'm like, and I am, as I said, committed to so much positivity, but I've gotten to the point where I'm ready to get really loud about how horrible they are to actual human beings. Because my son, Charlie, could look at that and see, oh, this person is a bad person who is copying this person. Right, right. He's seven. Yeah. 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 So what, what do you... So I wanted to know real quick, like, so you move people to YouTube and I know a lot of people, they're scared to do something like that. Like you just oh got gosh. email. Did you have a lot of, I mean, did most people It's like the cool, I this once again, cause it was the coolest thing ever. And I, what we're actually going to put together is a full plan. Of, so we have these playbooks in our program show up with video for different platforms. And we have a playbook for our five day challenge. We are going to be putting together a full omnipresent five day challenge playbook because what we did, and I don't know if I can screen share. Can I screen share? Uh, yeah, we I might be so. able to. Yeah, we'll see. Live video. Why not try things? Is that try it? Can I do it? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm just going to show you my stats because I can, I may have to it up. is so bananas. Just a second. So let me, let me go. Okay. We're we're pulling an audible. Let's see if I can do this. Did it show up? There it goes. Okay. You see it? Did it work? Yeah. Let me let me go yep. and take this stupid overlay off. Just a second. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, <laughs> okay. nope. We'll oh. just leave it on. Go ahead, talk. Can, we'll just can go. you hear me though? Yeah, okay. you're good. So just to be clear, I started my YouTube channel in 2013 when I was a singing coach. So I had videos that I did at that point that were like how to sing a C scale. And it's it's me with a scale of notes saying mm -hmm. one. One, two, one, one, two, three, two, one. That's literally what it is. And that one video, there's two of them actually, they have over 100,000 views on those two videos. Then when Facebook Live came out, I pivoted, I moved everything to Facebook Live and I just let my YouTube channel turn into this like collection of repurposed videos that I was not strategic with. So it's been a real problem for me because the algorithm still thinks that I'm a musical theater coach and I hadn't uh, had a yeah. way to like, get it to realize that's not what I'm doing anymore. But I didn't want to leave the channel because I did have 3000 somewhat subscribers and mm. I had all these views. Mm. Yeah. This totally yeah. fixed it. So look at what happened by sending 
this and I do understand that we had the benefit of the fact that no one could go on Facebook and everyone was right. freaking yeah. out. Yeah. So I capitalized on that. And you can see here our views were at 143. What? It jumped. <laughs> it's like almost exactly the same number. It just added a zero in the wrong place. But wow. I think I think I think the message on YouTube has been received. You've moved on. You've pivoted. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, I mean, it took a dip, right? But it's still, yeah. I mean, it's pretty strong. And the other crazy thing to me is if I go to my, how do I get to the right places? Um, I still, I'm still, it also forced me to like learn how to use YouTube right. <laughs> because, okay. So if I go here, you can see that I have these videos here. Check this out. This video, and most of my videos have like 35 views. This video from the first day is already at 1.1K. This video from the second day is already at 543. This video is already at, you know, 299. This video is at 246. Now look what else ended up happening. This video, which I did with Restream, <clears throat> I decided to do kind of what Owen did. And this is another really awesome strategy for taking something potentially that's a disaster and turning it into a positive. I did this video. It's a hot mess. <laughs> and I went live on uh, YouTube and LinkedIn using Restream. And I said, hey, it was Facebook hacked. What does this mean for you and your business? And I went on. I shared my story about my ad account getting hacked. I shared a story about what I thought might have been happening with Facebook because nobody really knew at the time. And I went back and listened to it. And I was actually really careful to say, I don't actually know, but people are saying this or this. I never claimed anything because yeah. I didn't yeah. actually know. But that already has 645 views. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about this. So you move people to, to um, YouTube, you could easily get in the same pickle and something would happen to YouTube. So what do you yeah. do to keep the channel? Okay, go, yeah, go. I have, such a good, I have such a good tip. Okay. So because I was like, should we move everything back to Facebook now? But then I was worried that maybe Facebook was going to stay broken. So we decided to keep all of the videos happening on YouTube. Then check this out. And I really didn't know what I was doing because I've not been using YouTube. We decided to use the community section instead of our Facebook group for the homework on our challenge. So when you go down here, you can see and, you know, people are still catching up on it. Mm -hmm. But considering most people have never used most of our community didn't even know what the community section was on YouTube. Right. But we've had people here sharing their homework underneath this post. Oh, cool which is just like you would do in a Facebook group, right? And we yeah. use those forwarding links. So we had the preparedperformer.com slash HW1 was the first day's homework. HW2 was the second day's homework. And then I was like, okay, but I don't wanna lose engagement in our Facebook group. So how do we get people back to our Facebook group? So then we did something else where we had inside our Facebook groups and I can show you that. Inside our Facebook group, we had people have to submit videos. They couldn't do that in the, we couldn't figure out how to do that in the community. So they submit videos inside our Facebook group, message from Grace. They submit videos here. And if they're lost, look what I did. I'm so excited about this. I took the guides and I created a full guide oh, inside cool. the group that sends people to YouTube and it's going to get even cooler. There's two more things I did. I did this video recap. So at the end of my video, I clap my hands. So there's a spike in the audio. Mm -hmm. And then, and we've done this for a long time on our regular Facebook lives, but I did a little recap at the end of the video and posted that recap, if this will scroll, on my Facebook business page. 
So now I can do ads, which I just started with this video to remind people that this is happening. And it brings people back to the Facebook business page if they want the recap. I'm not posting the recap on. So the link YouTube. from for this video goes back to the Facebook business page or is it just live here by itself? No, so it go, if you click on it, it's actually a video on okay. the Facebook so business page. Gotcha. But because of the way Facebook works, if it's a native video, right, it like shared it yeah, yeah. over there. Uh-huh. And then the final like totally crazy thing, and I'll stop sharing now, is we created. What happened? What to me? Tomorrow we're doing a practice room on Clubhouse. So we're going to send oh. everybody to Clubhouse tomorrow where they can jump up without having to actually be on camera and practice our framework for the intro of your video. Wow. That's cool. That's, I'm so excited. That's how you do an omni-channel thing, folks. So I, 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 had to, I had to sit here in silence for a minute because I was just absorbing. I know. Go back and take this. notes. And I, I mean, love I'm, how you... I love how you integrated audio social too, because we were just at this conference where people were trying to figure out how do you do this? And people are talking my ear off of like, this is how you can use clubhouse and social audio to, to help you with your live videos. And I was like, okay, yeah, but you just made that connection for me. Boom. Thank you. And one thing I do want to talk about is because, you know, because Molly and, and Grace and I, all of us, have been doing live video for a long time. And live video has yeah. changed with, like, the technology. Before it was like you had to go one channel because you really had to get the comments from them and you had to build up one place. Now with the technology, like what we're doing with Restream and Ecamm, is that we can go live everywhere. Like, I know, oh, Deb just said Molly Nugget, you know, and I can bring her up and I know that she's from Facebook. Um, and so it's just really, really cool. I don't know, all of a sudden my comments quit working. But um, – but but you can pull up all these things and know where people are and you can engage in all the different platforms, which has never been mm -hmm. something you do. And now with Restream, like Molly, I gave her a link and she shared all her channels and it went live all over there and I can pull comments from there. It's just the technology is amazing. I would love to talk a little bit about that if we have a sec, because yeah, cool. yes. and I think I think I may have shared this with you, Grace, that I used to be a little concerned about recommending that people broadcast to multiple platforms because I mean, you, Restream does an amazing job of bringing those questions in from all the different platforms so that the, the streamer can see it, but it does reduce the social proof because you're splitting those right. comments and the views between all those platforms. However, recently, because things have been so cuckoo on Facebook specifically, yeah. I've decided it, we have to do this omnipresent thing just to have a backup. So I would love to know your thoughts on that. And if you have one, like, what do you send to your email list? Do you have one main place that you're sending people, but then you have these other ones live just to catch the outliers? How do you do that? So what we do, we actually, so my email list goes to YouTube. One, because I want to build up that channel. Uh, yeah. And and I and if you've ever seen my Twitter stream and all, I, I repurpose this the snot out of the show. So you're going to be everywhere all the time. Okay. I've been long. thinking that I need to use Twitter more again. My husband is like super into it and is like obsessed with dot ETH. Yeah. Do you know what like those ETH domains? Yeah. Yeah. So last night I actually went, I logged into Twitter for the first time in like maybe months. So <laughs> we get a lot of engagement over there. And so LinkedIn is another place we get it. Um, so, yeah. but the cool thing is with like, we have, I have not seen since we started the show at the beginning of this year and we have been multicasting everywhere because I can go and I know Gary's over on YouTube and he's there all the time and I can mm -hmm. talk to Gary every time. And I know that Dustin comes over there and goes to YouTube. And then I know I have my, like Martin from LinkedIn, he's always there. And so I, I have all the people and I feel like I'm spread out and building those communities and they're watching where they want to watch. And mm -hmm. I don't, they you have a choice. That, 
Okay, one of our biggest tips that we talk about is that you need to meet your community where they're at. And that means both physically and emotionally, right? right? Their belief system, but it covers both of those. So I love that because you're making it very easy for your community to get the information that you provide and the value that you provide. And then when they're ready, they'll self-select to purchase from you and come to where you are for your programs or products. Absolutely. And I also, for me personally, I always fall back on the neurodiversity aspect of it, right? Where people learn so differently. Some people are very Mm -hmm. visual, like Jeff used to have his wood carving show where like he's just taking you step by step. Some people want to do that with you. Some people are watching this right now or they have it on, but they're engaging with it as if it was a podcast. We are a podcast, by the way. So mm-hmm. you can watch, the, listen to the replay. But sometimes they'll have it on in the background because they listen better. Some people need to see our faces and see us moving and talking and interacting. And that's how it soaks in. So I also think about if you're trying to teach something, you're trying to connect, you're trying to sell, you're trying to build up that community, you have to also reach them where they're at in terms of how they learn and how they engage mm-hmm. in information. So that's that's where I always go back to as well, is that's why. And you made a comment a few days ago. I was just like, it was brilliant. It was a post. It was about um, being authentic on camera and telling the truth. Mm-hmm. But you had this line in there where it wasn't about the comments, it was about the commas. And I think oh, it's yeah. because where you are driving your engagement. So I think I care... I don't think as much about the social proof as I do about, am I reaching the people that need to hear what I'm saying, whatever it is that I'm saying, am I reaching them at the right time? And you can hit them where they're at, like you said. And I think that I care less more, I care less about, am I getting so many likes over here versus if I reach 10 people that matter, I don't care about a thousand people that I'm reaching that don't really care. I love that so much. And that that quote was from my amazing friend, Shamika Tankerson, who, by the way, I have goosebumps again. That's the third goosebumps in this show. Shamika Flippin Tankerson decided she's one of my best friends. And she has a quote, which is commas over comments so that you 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 know, comments are great and they can lead to a conversation, that kind of stuff. But really her she's a sales coach. So it's about making more sales. Last week, that woman decided she was going (laughs) to she wrote on Facebook. I decided this morning I've created a hundred thousand dollar offer. If you're interested in it, it is the highest level of support I can give. Let me know. She sold three of them and one person paid in full. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what is actually happening right now? Who so, are you? Yeah, so she needed like she needed to reach three of the right people, right? right? So totally right. okay. I so let- one of the right person from that, but it's about really knowing who you're speaking to, knowing your value, right? Having the confidence to be bold enough to put something like that out there also. And she's obviously been like building trust and authority and has an amazing program. So I'm sure most of those people were already in her programs who decided to up level to there. But I was like, whoa, mama Sita, it was good. So Molly, I want to ask you, cause I, I have a feeling I know the answer, but um, when you talk to, you know, when you're coaching or your people come up to you and like, hey, you know, it's the thing that you say the most to them, the, the, the most used piece of advice going, you need to charge more. I mean, seriously. (laughs) So that's a great question because the very first thing that we do, we have a program called GLAM, which stands for Go Live and Monetize. And one of the things that happened for me at Vid Summit is I was shocked, even though I have seen this so many times, I was shocked by how many people have a million followers and the only way they're monetizing it is through ads. AdSense. And I'm, 
Yeah, I'm like, you don't have like a program where people can pay you at least $15 to like get more support from you. And no, I hadn't really thought about that. And I'm like, what are you doing? So the first thing that we do in our glam program, which is about your revenue, visibility systems and your impact. And most people think that I'm teaching people just to have, you know, videos or to create fun content. But really the very first thing that we do is we do a money map. And this money map is a spreadsheet. I love spreadsheets, a spreadsheet that I created that takes you through what products or programs are you selling? How many of them do you need to sell in order to, and at which price point in order to hit your revenue goal? And it, it puts it together on a good, better and best framework so mm -hmm. that you can see if you sell this many at this price, you'll hit your good goal, better goal, best goal. And it brings it into reality where a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I want to hit a 10K month, but they don't actually do the math to go back and look at what it's actually going to take in the real world in order to make that happen. Right. So I, I love talking about that piece of it and something that we can celebrate that when you make a sales transaction, that's like the best thing that you can do for someone because they are giving you energy in the form of money and they are getting back amazing value, a transformation, even if it's like a coffee cup that they're buying. Right. Totally agree. So speaking of that, we want to make sure you have enough time to tell about your newest thing that is going on that you were able to, if you haven't figured it out, Molly knows what she's talking about. And she, <laughs> this omni-channel stuff, we're going to have her on again to talk more about this, I know, because she is just the genius at this stuff. But she's got some stuff coming up right now, and I want to give her a chance to talk all about that. Thank you. Yeah, so today is the fifth day of our five-day kickstart. So if you go to molly.live slash show up, you can catch all of the replays. They're going to be available through Sunday at 9 p.m. Pacific. And I'm sure this will be here like for people to watch in the future. So I've been trying to find a way to, to maybe make them available like for a limited time for people in the future because it's just been so... I've had so much fun. It's been so valuable. The, the response from our community has been so amazing. So even if you're watching this in the future, there will be something that will help you with all of this at for free at molly.live slash show up. But today, if you're watching this right now, go today because we're going to have fun and it's starting in 25 minutes. Yeah. So, so Molly has got to leave. That's why we wanted to give her plenty of time, but go to, you know, follow her everywhere. She is amazing. Her email list, sign up for email because uh, I've been doing this for a while and I still learn stuff uh, all the time from Molly and her emails are a great, you know, case study on how to do it right. How to, if you're in, doing live video, how to engage your audience <laughs> offline. It's amazing. So make sure you guys go sign up for that. Uh, Ian does say, he says, uh, sounds like singing diaphragmic exercises. My singing teacher got me to do it. And I know you both sing. So I thought that was really funny. So anyway. Molly is that is, Ian? Is that what you said? Yeah, Ian Anderson Gray. Uh, yeah. I love Ian. Yeah. Yay. Hi, Ian. So we will let you go. Make sure you guys go f uh, f uh, follow Molly. We're going to talk a, a couple, a little bit while she goes a little bit more. So stick around. But Molly, thank you so much for. Oh my gosh. Thank you today. so much. This has been so fun. I love nerding out on this stuff. So anytime you want to talk about it, I'm here. So, so good. I wish awesome. I could hug you both right now. Oh, I'll yes. definitely see you in March at least. All <laughs> right. Talk to you guys later. Okay, Bye. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Awesome. Bye. All right. So, um, Grace. Let me pull up some of the comments we've got here because uh, yeah. uh, I thought it was, why is this in black? Let me let me figure this here out, why we're going. So uh, you go ahead and talk about some of the stuff that- Yeah, well, Molly, Molly is absolutely freaking amazing. And this is a part of it. She had to go to run her, her day five of her course. So we were very watchful of time. But I also wanted to talk about like the level of vulnerability she has and she shows in honest and honesty that she shows when she talks about her business. 
And so, you know, she's she's very open and honest, and she's been writing these posts recently about telling the truth. How, mm-hmm. you know, we on video we we put this this presence, we we put it on this. Hopefully, you find it entertaining show on. But you know, are we really honest about what it takes to get where we are and where our business? I think you and right. I, Jeff, are pretty honest about where we've come from and what it took right. to get here. But yes. you know, so Ian Anderson Gray actually posted this question on his. Facebook, and I'll put it out to our audience. And it was how vital is vulnerability when it comes to a business on social media? And I get it, like, especially if you're a coach or a consultant or entrepreneur or your small business, which is you. I mean, it's it's your personal reputation is tied up in everything that you do. And so what is that balance between being open and honest? I'd love to get people's comments on that here yeah. in our in our audience. But Jeff, what do you think? So I think the, the I think it's more and more uh, apparent in today's society that the more transparent you are, the usually the better it ends up for you. I mean, we, the people who get in trouble are the people who aren't transparent. So I think as a as a solopreneur, as a marketer, as a small business owner, the the better that you can express your um, your your transparency and what you're going on, like. I'm traveling. You guys see it's new background. Don't have my thing. You know, I'm using Ecamm, which is amazing for this setup. I couldn't do it without them. So make sure you go check out our friends over on Ecamm at socialmedialive.com forward slash Ecamm. And you know what? I do that every week because they are a sponsor. But the only reason I sponsor them is because I love them. And I hope I'm very transparent about that. Um, and like uh, Sabrina has this and Sabrina, she shows up every week. Thank you, Sabrina, for being here. She says, uh, finding the possibilities in the problems. She's talking the, the thing by Molly there. Um, I think that's just such a great quote and finding, you know, being transparent is showing your problems. Like things aren't working hundred percent. Like I want them to today because you saw me that camera switch that went to some weird camera up my nose. It's live video, but that's being transparent and that stuff happens. So, um, I, and finding the, the possibilities, I think that's so true. Sabrina, thank you for, for, um, coming today, but all, so, and Lisa says, I have all the fun. I do, Lisa. That's why I'm Jeff C and you're not, um, <laughs> um, and Jim had a great point about when we were talking about the dot lives and the redirects. Yes. Dot live. Thank you, Jim. He's the one who got me onto the dot live uh, bandwagon. In fact, right now, if you go to jeffc.live, it goes to my Amazon where I'm streaming live. So I have not even, Mo- Molly blew my mind with some of the ideas now with redirects. So that's going to be really, really cool. So, um, oh, so many good stuff. Yeah. Chris, Chris uh, says, yeah, lo- dot live redirect for the win. Thank you, Chris, for letting us know. And the Ecamm people are in the house. So a big shout out to them. Um, and Pat is another faithful follower. Thank you, Pat, for showing up today. Um, and this is the question. Yeah. So Ian's got some questions. Gary's here. Uh, the timing of that outage though. Okay. Let's, we didn't talk about that right in the middle of the stuff going on at Facebook. Did you read all the conspiracy theories? I read all the conspiracy theories, which is why I was talking to Molly about how to respond and not react. There are a lot of reactions to it, right? So there are a lot of brands that jumped on to make fun or to, I loved how Twitter was just like, welcome people from Facebook, welcome to our world, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, TikTok did the same thing. Uh, I haven't been following the controversy. Did you watch the 60 Minutes uh, interview? No, No. I I was traveling. Uh, But that whole point, the stuff we talked about today, and Dustin brings it up, like every audience should be focused on building the email list. Yeah. And Molly, it's, you know, she that feels that way too. So 
Yes. And then of course, Twitter spaces is another place you can go on yeah. channels. Gary has a Gary drop the, the uh, link to your Twitter spaces that you have. I think you have a weekly one, drop that in. If people want to check that out because it's really, really cool. So make sure and we can you, share it. And so we can share it on the podcast. Yes. Too, yes. I want to be able to, so we can do that. So uh, drop that in there if you can. So uh, Brian goes, we need to see, uh, see star Wars wood carvings. They're coming. They're care. They're coming, Brian. So just uh, Dr. Ello says, hello. So uh, that is our show. And yes, Facebook user Molly is freaking amazing. She is amazing. I'm so glad that we had her on the show today. Um, let's see. Anything else, Grace? I want to make sure that you, you guys do know that we are sponsored by Ecamm. They do an amazing job. Like I'm traveling. I have, And I have been very hesitant to travel because of the show. But look, it, it worked. I mean, yeah. I need some lights yeah. next time. But other than that, Ecamm for the win. So, I mean, I can switch my screens. I can do everything. This is all running off my little MacBook Pro. How cool is that? So, I'm pretty stoked uh, that it works. Yeah, so I, I know. To, I can I get know. out of the house more. So, you do need to get out of the house more. We need to draw you out of that house more. <laughs> yes. So, okay, Gary says so he doesn't have one for himself, but he's got one coming. So, as soon as you get that, Gary, let us know because I want to. Um, I want to make sure that we promote you. So anyway, oh, and the, yeah, Facebook user was Katie Simpson. So, okay. So I think, Thanks Katie. Yeah. So Grace, where can people find out more about you and the amazing stuff that is great stuffy? You can find me over at Restream, which also allows us to go live wherever we are. So it's allowing us to distribute this show all over the place, all over the place. And we're also able to pair, I love Restream pairs. So we're oh, able so cool. to Jeff set it up, you know, like he does and Restream and Ecamm work together like peanut butter and jelly. And so he sent up the Restream, which allows us to go to all of these amazing places that we're going to. And he sends me a link and I just add my channels. And then I sent Molly a link and it added her channels. No login credentials, no passwords having to be exchanged. It just boop, 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 check. It goes out and I just checked all those boxes of where I wanted to go. And here we are multicasting to not only our channels for social media news live, but also my personal channels and all of wherever Molly sent it to. So yeah. cool tool. Check it out. If anything, love that. Um, I'm over at, uh, I oversee the video content over at Restream. So check us out. We have a bunch of tutorials on our YouTube page as well. And I went to VidSummit to learn how to do better with our YouTube channel. So come join us over there. Yes. And so, oh, it's funny that, um, um, somebody over says, which one is peanut butter and which was jelly? Well, I like peanut butter. So I'm going to say Ecamm's peanut butter and I'm jelly because sweet. I'm sweet. That's right. Grace is sweet, <laughs> but it's seriously. So this pairs thing, it's a game changer because of the ability to increase your, if you do a live show and have a guest, it's the ability to increase your audience. Um, and there's like a, no login, but the thing is, it's like all the people who are watching on Molly's stream, uh, I could pull in their comments and engage with them with the restream pair. So it really is a game changer. I'm using it for every one of our guests. And the cool thing is it works perfectly with Ecamm. Uh, Ecamm does so much more than, than live video. And uh, I, I'm so I'm stoked that they're a sponsor. So check them out at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. And with that, thank you guys for 
joining me on my travels and Grace for showing up and producing the show while I'm gone. Showing up. Yes. And all, because you never know. You never know. It's been a problem for the last two no, weeks, Jeff. I apologize. Right. I left did. you here with Eric. Is that what I it know. was? I know. He's just like, you know. Anyway, but no, Eric did a great job. We love anyway. Eric. Yes. We love Eric. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Gary, Dustin, everybody, uh, Sabrina, all of you who watch it. And we will see you guys next time with another great episode. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Social Media News Live.